ways through it. I think, yeah. He said it's the Donald Trump era attention era, attention over everything, pretty much. Yeah, it's that. It's also it's the age of, like Chappelle said, we're in an age of spin. An age of spin means nobody knows what the fuck is happening right now. Nobody knows what's going on. Except the fact of the matter is like, yo, we're honestly, even though this is a democracy, this shit with the president being in the position he's in is turning into a dictatorship. Yeah. Like they fucking, they fired fucking John Laster from the casino for doing Trump jokes. That's hilarious. That's wild. When has a comic That's ever been fired for freedom sa- of speech? Freedom. Well, that's a that's a that's a complete faulty on the First Amendment, but that's also only because he owns that property. He own. Well, so that's what I'm it. saying. So if he owns, but that's like he can't do yeah, that okay. at fucking uh, in a park. Obviously. No, I didn't know if that I didn't. I wasn't sure if the casino he was doing was linked directly to Trump, so I, yeah, I didn't know. They just said a casino in Atlantic he, in the yeah, Atlantic City. He owns city. It, it almost it everything. He probably knew somebody, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah like that. He, that also, like yeah, that city he he owns that. That's like dictator like behavior, though. Oh, you yeah. know what I, I mean? Well, yeah, he's but, been doing that for a year and a half. Yeah, but however, what I will say is this, because uh, there's a lot of people that are like, you know, that's not right. There's no fucking. It isn't right. However, there's two types of paid. There's two types of paid gigs you have as a comic. There's the one where people actually bought tickets to see you, mm-hmm. because at that point, fuck it, I can say whatever the fuck I want. These people bought tickets to see me. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the gig where you're getting paid by a venue that reached out to you. And then at that point, sometimes you got to play the tap dance game. Also, However, mm-hmm. was that comic that big? It seems like the John big- Laster. He's not a huge comic, That's but he's thing. a he's no, no, no. Very, very but he's funny, he's though. a fucking comic. He's, he's, a, he's been around a for a long time. He's been around for a while. So for for him, in terms of blowing up, it's just a matter of time. But it's like he's M- like a fixture in the comedy Eminem scene. Could New get York. Away, Eminem could get away with saying something about Trump, right? Because he's Eminem. That's what I'm saying. Comedians, unless you blow up, you don't have Eminem. You don't have. But he also Trump money. owns wherever he was playing that. So like, if he's playing that at the Comedy Cellar, which he you know probably does the exact same joke every single oh, night at the Comedy yeah. Cellar. He worked and, it out at the Comedy. And cellar. Trump gets gets way of that. Like, yo, they're making a they're, they're making jokes about you at the Comedy Cellar. He can't fucking shut that down. That would be the equivalent. You don't owe the guy. Oh, we they, fucking yeah. You get laughed out the fucking name. But this is what I'm saying. This is where dictatorships start, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Now I'm a kid. Well, he's you, a psycho. Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking crazy, man. But uh, shouts out to John Laster. Keep doing that fucking joke, dog. That shit's funny. It's a long bit, too. Like, and it doesn't lose steam either. Like, it keeps going. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's like for people that don't know comedy, it's like, yo, the longer a bit is, the harder it is to keep it funny for that long. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird, dude. Like, for me, like, the longest bit I even. What's the longest bit you have, Zap? Two seconds. <laughs> um, the longest bit. Probably like maybe three minutes. And that three seems. Because I need that I need three to have seems, jokes. That three seems forever for one subject, though. Yeah, because right? well, the whole time I'm doing it, I'm I'm trying to think of the end result. Like, this is where I'm going to hit the punchline, like the main point of it, and hopefully this is where it all comes together after I went on rambled on for two and a half minutes. Yeah. So I'm thinking about that the whole time, hoping that it works. Wait, 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 wait. When you say bit, bit isn't the whole joke. It's no. Just a, so there's jokes. Joke? There's jokes that are a setup punchline. Then there's an accumulation of setup punchlines that all have to do with each other. That's a bit. Yeah. Do you, when you write these down, do you uh, actually like say like bit like in the thing and then and then like punchline punchline like how do you I don't how do you write that? Usually uh, it comes from one idea and then comes, you just build on it over time. That's what I'm saying. It snowballs after a while. So like for me, 
like uh like kind of when i say yourself, program yourself to yeah when i say i have the race like i have a race bit like i have one about being mixed so yeah. i got the whole thing about me getting gas in south carolina mm-hmm. and the old dude then i have uh not being able to speak spanish as a hispanic mm-hmm. person then there's yeah, yeah. uh white people saying they're mixed but it's just what other white those are all three separate jokes but together you do, see what do, I'm saying? Do you saying? bring them down? Is that like when you're doing a stand-up set, you uh, bring all them together in a long set? Yeah, especially if I'm doing... It's easier to remember. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 it's yeah. easier... One leads to another. It's easier to remember... Interesting how it works in your brain. ...eight bits than it is to remember 24 singular jokes. When you're you know writing I mean? a joke, when you're creating a joke or an idea, do you hit punchlines first? Do you think of the idea first or the like the story first? Because when I was watching... Uh, was it Tadish and somebody else recently? Mm-hmm. Uh, just late at night on their specials, all they do really is storytell. Is that that they're is that because they're so famous already? Storytelling. Like, all they did was no, talk about a time no. that there's they a, hung out with Will Smith, Will and Jada Smith. No, there's a art to there's a art to storytelling, but Aziz is a, all story. A lot of people go the storytelling route because they can't fill the time. Tom Segura, Bert Kreischer, Aziz. So is that the easy way out? No, I seen Aziz talk about Fifty Cent. Yeah, well, he was a story, but, but the Fifty Cent thing. Oh, the Fifty Cent thing's hilarious. Well, that's becoming a, that's becoming more and more adamant. Like you probably go back 20, 25 years, there weren't as many storytellers. Now there's uh, then it's yeah, storytellers because like those guys. In the night show, like Rickles, that guy would just do like roast you. No, no real story. He would just like get right to the point. The, the thing is, also, I don't really know how different. storytelling works because I don't know if they're explaining this whole story. Because how can you do a story? Expecting at an open laughs, laughs here, laughs there, laughs. Okay. A lot of people do. There it. Has to be, just one thing. There has to be punchlines within it. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. there has to yeah, be. Yeah, so you have to work on stories too. It's not like storytelling is yeah. like easier than, yeah. than jokes. It isn't. I don't know how to tell a story I don't know for how, shit. Because when you tell a story, you kind of the crowd could lose you quickly. I feel like if they're what not interested, it's all about trying. Like, I've told a couple stories, a couple, and they're like, I don't think I've actually ever told a story ever. I've broken down purpose, stuff that could. Yeah, I've broken down stuff that could be a story. I just break it into jokes. Because and it's I'm like, just kind of like, like a story. Like, like, if you're doing a five minute set, you'd do the jokes, but if it was a 30 minute, you'd break it into a longer story. Are you saying? Yeah, actually, I would just slow the pace down. I don't like. Actually, it's a perfect, perfect story. I don't know. Conversation because my buddy, one of my, my friend, like my non comic buddies, uh, came and saw me do stand up like the other night. So he's like, What's with all these storytelling? Like, I feel like a lot of comics are doing storytelling. They are doing storytelling. And I was Is like, easy He's like, Do you do storytelling or do you do jokes or whatever? And I'm like, I. I do jokes. So I need to have a punchline. to know where someone where a laugh is expected. He's like, "Can you ever do jokes and then just put them all into a story and then you do a whole blown out story with each joke in between, yeah, whatever?" That's be hard to remember, I'm like, right? "Yeah, that's a uh, that's a good idea. I've never really tried to do that like on purpose, but like, yeah." So he was like thinking, you know, outside the box, like how people do different shit. That's and he's not a comic, so he has no idea how it works. You know, what's weird though when you're looking for the laugh. Sometimes you get at the weird wrong places. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of the times. That's, like that's, that's why that's why you're like, "Oh fuck, they're laughing at something else." That's what I'm thinking is going to happen with stories. Like, I'm going to start telling a story. Story and they're gonna laugh and be like, "Oh wait, that's not the funny part yet." Like you know, so I, don't I don't even really think I don't even think. Say if I was writing something, I don't even think when would people laugh or not. I just want to get my point across. See, I, if so I'm writing weird. a joke, like I, this is where it's gonna wrap up. This is gonna be the punch. I'm expecting the laugh there. Mm. There's nothing worse than seeing somebody tell a very long story and then they get to the punchline and it doesn't hit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Especially <laughs> with three minutes of time at these yo, local open mic places. Yo, it's so funny. Like, because it's not the reaction from the crowd; it's the look on the person's face. Mm. You can see it in their eyes. They're just like, "Oh shit!" Don't you? And I feel like if you're <laughs> it famous, didn't work. if you're famous already, you tell stories about like your time with Will Smith, you're gonna get laughs, or people are gonna be interested. But if you're not famous, talking about a story like that, no one's gonna give a fuck. That's true. Yeah, that that all comes. I feel like. Do you think she the, started out as a storyteller that haddish, or do you think that? Uh, it's just an easier. It's an easier thing because yeah, it it's not. Long. It's not as technical. Yeah. 
Like, like there, there's technical. Kind of more interesting. There's little rules within storytelling. Like, for example, the one, number one rule I've I've picked up on, and then I finally heard somebody is vulnerability in storytelling. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. have to. You something has to. You can't paint yourself the perfect person in a story. Word. Because people are going to fucking lose interest, oh, this is and good. people are gonna be like, bro, like, all right, this guy thinks the world of himself. You know, if you just do a story where you're just winning. I just the whole time. I just read That's some. Cra- I just read some crazy ass quote the other day. I was reading some like crazy like uh like s- weird shit. Like yeah. Some, like stuff, and it said the one who understands the humor when stretched is vulner is, is vulnerability. Vulnerability when stretched is love. Love when stretched is courage, and courage when stretched is adventure. So pretty much like to find humor in things, you have to be vulnerable, as you were just talking about. Oh, you definitely have to. Like being like, like ultimate vulnerability is like the the great thing. Yeah, that, that's kind of why, like, yeah, I kind of just write all my shit more personal to me. But then you, know you got saying? people like, like Schultz. I interviewed Schultz, and he was saying that, like, the li- Schultz tells stories. The lamest thing, though, is like uh, self, like self humor of you making fun of yourself. Oh, uh, if you're ju- no, if you're self deprecating the entire time, then yeah, it's whack. Do, like I if you if you literally but start a set out with like, yeah, I got a I little. I feel like dick. it's more personable like, though. Because people have been down that road, like if you're you're doing a joke. Yeah, but if it's all self-deprecating, then you're just a one-trick pony, and then after a while, it just starts to become uncomfortable because they're like. That's why you do a little bit of everything. Where, that, yeah, yeah, where's yeah. this dude's fucking like? I'd rather make fun of myself little, than somebody else. Pride at. Do a little you know self-deprecation. I mean? I'd rather make fun of myself. Than, I'd rather make fun of myself than like say you guys, you guys or something though, you know. But you got to do both. Gotcha. That's why because he was saying that's his biggest pet peeve of comedy. Like all these new comedians are like, all they do is make fun of themselves to get the easy laugh. Well, that's why you do. Uh, that's why you never focus on what you think. You do a little bit of self-observation, self-deprecating. You do a little bit of storytelling. You do a little bit of topical. You do a little bit of whatever. Mm. And I've been listening to uh, that guy, Sebastian. What's his name? Maniscalco. Maniscalco. He's, got, uh, he's got an audio book out. Stay hungry. I thought it was yeah, interesting. Yeah, it just came out. Uh, he worked at uh, Beverly Hills as a wait, uh, as a bartender. But anyway, oh, he used to be the fucking. Uh, he, he used to be the Captain Morgan mascot. He would dress up in a Captain he, Morgan he costume took, and go to bars he, and try to sell the. He took classes at yeah, the Shores alcohol. Comedy thing on Sunday. And he's like one of the few comedians who made it into comedy classes because like uh, it's like you don't get looked at very well. He said, but my my point is he, yeah, asked, he a, a lot of people who you know have done comedy classes. They asked, looked down upon, but a lot of people have done. They, they, asked, they asked. I got him, nothing against comedy classes. I'm, I mean, no, no. He's just. But he way. said uh, something that helped him out was like finding out who he was as a comedian. And I thought this is interesting for you guys. What type of comedian are you? And he said like the different kinds are like for example, underdog Rodney Dangerfield, observational. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld and uh, who else I forgot? Oh, uh, George George Carlin, you and won't. then victim Larry David, and then shy reserved Ellen DeGeneres and Stephen Wright, and then political style Bill Maher. Yeah, but look at what you just said right there. Look at look at Rodney Dangerfield, one of the biggest comics. Yeah, of all I like time. him. And he blossomed late. He started comedy late. He wasn't a he wasn't a big thing until he was into his forties, fifty. Yeah. and he's all self deprecating. Do you do you um do you like look at that? Like, what type of comedian are you? Like, uh, you an observationist? Or can you be all? Like, I don't really think about five it. of the categories. Yeah, I, think I do a little bit. I try to do a little bit of everything. I, I try to. Uh, I don't know the categories. I'm not political. I would like say Bill Maher has an example. Maher. I forgot Bill the Maher. exact. Uh, yeah. Bill Maher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maher, he's, he's a political. He's comedian. a political. Yeah, those dudes are like more dry. Yeah, Sebastian just... said he, he doesn't know anything about politics. He doesn't talk about that. No, yeah. Hey, talk about what you know. No, he's no, like a storyteller and observation. Political. Comics. Uh, I love some political comics. Like I love Bill Maher, I love John Stewart, but Geraldo, not. I, like I don't. Geraldo like used to be very topical, but Geraldo is also studying to be a lawyer. Well, he was a genius. No, he finished. I think he finished law school. Oh, no, he actually. practiced for like three years. Before yeah, he before he started stand up. Yeah, but I would say uh, 
the thing with political comics, I get the same feeling from each and every one of them. It's the same way a girl talks about another girl that she low key doesn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Little like, digs. Little the just. Well, you're playing. Quick, you're playing. What side you are? You're either right wing or you're left. It's not right even that, right. but it's just quick little stabs. Quick little stabs. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just quick little stabs. But what's his name? Bill what? Bill Maher. He he goes sometimes. He'll hit you with both things though, right and left. He'll he'll like he'll be honest about his. Well, opinion. he's ridiculously I like, I like liberal, inter- but I like he his has interviews, though. he has conservative I like his views. interviews. I, I don't. I necessarily no, he has a great show. The yeah, show's yeah. great. His, his show setup's cool. I like it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I've been. That's the one thing I've been paying attention to the most with myself is. I'm starting to writing is starting to get a tad bit easier because I'm starting to figure out. I need to do more writing. I think in terms of to figure out who you are as a comic, it's almost as if how others perceive you too. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, like, I know I can write. Like, I'm a good, I'm a, I'm a decent writer. You know what I mean? So at that point, uh, it's all shaping it around, I guess, the persona, because all the persona is is just me a little bit more burnt out. You know what I mean? If that makes sense, like, it's just me a little like potheady. And it's outlandish, but there's always kind of a thought attached to whatever's so outlandish. Like, yeah, I understand. You. Like, you know what I mean? For example, like, no fucking dude, like, no dude fucking... I had a guy, like, that South Carolina, me getting gas in South yeah, Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That joke was true to the degree of there's a dude looking at me, and then he just asked me, he's like, what? Like, he's like, you look like you're uh, black and, like, black or Hispanic. And I was like, yeah, I'm both. And he was like, oh, like, it was just really shot, but it was just a weird thing. He didn't have a seizure and then fucking pass out, but, like, that's the fucking, the punchline within that is that, yo, some dudes are so fucking, like, blind to the rest of the world, and they're so just never left their town. Mm-hmm. So they've never seen somebody biracial. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's people out there in the world like that. So and when you tell a joke, do you kind of not exa- kind of exaggerate uh, how it, the situation went to be a better storyteller or be a better entertainer? Not, no, not exaggerate, but... I, oh, I was going to say exaggerate, yeah. I made that guy a caricature. Yeah, yeah, you see yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I made that guy a caricature yeah, yeah. of what I feel as if the South is like whenever I go down there. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, in terms of other stuff, it, it, it's kind of just all like what I find, what I think is funny mm-hmm. first and foremost before anything. Like if I'm laughing while I'm writing it, I'm like, okay, like this is this is good. It'll go somewhere. I know it'll go somewhere. It's oh, just you, at you this point. You laughed po- while you're writing jokes? Oh, dude, I'd be, yo, I I'd be that. giggling to myself. It's funny as shit. Like my mom swear, like my mom was like, somebody would swear you were on drugs, like. It'll be like two because I just think everything's gonna be shit. It'll be two three a.m. and I'm just like writing and I'm just like laughing to myself like, oh, this could go somewhere. Like all the fuck, mind you, I'm high out of my mind while I'm writing sometimes. I'm gonna start doing. I never thought the Joe Sweeney stuff would hit. It's just kind of making fun of me getting yelled at back. Oh, dude, it would. What's up? 